Order up! Welcome to a brand new episode of the Order Up Podcast. I'm Taryn Williams. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. So this episode, I'm going to give my review for Batman The Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't checked out the newest animated movie from DC and uh, Warner Brothers. And so The Long Halloween is based off of the long... Or, I think it's loosely based off the Long Halloween story arc in the comics. I actually haven't personally read it. It was one of the reasons why I was very interested in this movie. Um, so that's why one of the reasons why I really wanted to see it. I heard it was a really good story arc. Like, a lot of people love it. A lot of people have high praise for it. So I wanted to check out this movie. And personally, I enjoyed The Long Halloween. So again, spoiler alert. I don't think I'm going to touch, like, every single plot point. But we are going to... I think I'm going to talk about some pieces spoil some stuff and things like that but i really really enjoyed the movie i think the movie was set up very very well compared to the last um batman anime movie that came out which was batman um the last dragon which i also did a movie review for which was it's a pretty solid action movie but it's a very subpar batman movie because batman is like an afterthought in the last dragon but in the long halloween it is a batman story like he is a focal point of a story and he is one of the things that kind of weaves through like kind of the characters and things like that he's a very big part of it and so um the movie stars um justin ackles who voices batman bruce wayne which i like his performance as batman bruce wayne but it was weird like as i'm trying to think which one was better i think as batman he seemed better but as Bruce Wayne, I could just always hear Justin Ackles, you know, uh, Dean from Supernatural. Like, it was weird. There was some times where his his voice wouldn't sound the same, but it's weird. Like, how his voice kind of would change every now and then. It wasn't a bad performance, but there are moments where you could go like, yeah, that's Justin Ackles. Then there's times where you're like, oh, like, it, it sounds a little different. But there was times where you're like, oh, yeah, you can know it was Justin Ackles. Um, Josh Dumel, I think he voices um, Harvey Dent. Okay, two fifth. I think that's who he voiced. I'm one hundred percent sure. And then Naya Riviera voices Selena Kyle says class uh Selena Kyle slash Catwoman in um R.I.P. to Naya Riviera who actually passed away in twenty twenty, which I actually didn't know. Cause in the at the end of the first of part one, they have a in memory of her. And I didn't know she died and I went back and looked it up. And I was like when I saw her face, she looked familiar and she was actually one of the stars of Glee. If you watch Glee from like 10 years ago now. And um, yeah, she was one of the stars in Glee. She actually passed away very tragically last year in 2020. So they actually dedicated the first part to her. And I'm pretty sure the second part as well. And I'm pretty sure this might have been the last one, the last project she did before she passed. So it's really sad to kind of see that. But I love Selena Kyle's portrayal in this movie where she wasn't complete. She wasn't evil bat uh, evil batwoman she wasn't evil catwoman she was very like you know she could, she could tell she was very ambiguous she was very she you know she had bruce's back she would take care of him she had you know she would look out for him but she would also steal some stuff here and there she was still you know she's still a thief so this is kind of like their relationship where she knew batman she knew who batman was and bruce knew who she was and it's just kind of very interesting so i'm not sure if that's how the comic was where they know each other's like secret identities and personas and they know what they do at night but in this movie they both did it because she was at the wayne manor a bunch of times throughout the movie and i i kind of and i did like the story of kind of one of the cool things about the movie was so it is kind of a whodunit movie you know batman movies can be kind of different usually it's big bad goes after the city batman has to figure out their plan and stop them that's usually kind of how superhero movies go but this movie was different because it was a whodunit movie. 
And also, I'm not 100% sure, but in core, like, by way of this movie, Batman hasn't been Batman for too long. Like, Bruce probably only been Batman for a few years because he's still a, um, he's still a learning detective. You know, Bat- one of Batman's monikers is world's greatest detective. Well, in this video or in this movie, he's not the world's greatest detective yet. Not even close. He still struggles with stuff. He still doesn't look at evidence. He's just the fear. He's just Batman. I use fear, you know, to get what I need out of people. He hasn't become the detective using evidence and clues and putting things together and coming up with, you know, kind of the bigger picture. He's just very much punch, punch, stab. Where is she? That's <laughs> that's Batman in this movie. He's not quite a detective yet. And I think uh, actually Jim Gordon and... um. Harvey Dent kind of called out Batman on that, like, hey, you need to look at evidence and clues and put the pictures that you can't just go in punching everybody. You know, so I think pretty sure this is Batman probably within the first few years of him doing this. And because you can see, like, you know, Jim, Barbara, his wife is still around. Barbara Gordon, who younger Barbara, who becomes Batgirl later, she's, you know, probably about maybe 12 years old. You know, he had his little son. So, yeah, so you can tell this is a much earlier timeline even if you look when you get the shots of the bat cave he doesn't have any of like kind of his he doesn't have like that big dumbass nickel or penny or quarter whatever the hell it is he doesn't have that they doesn't have like the t-rex in this bat cave so you can tell this is very early on batman which is really cool it's kind of cool to see batman not be you know where he we, where we know he'll get to is very early on and then one of the cool things is since it is a whodunit movie, you got to keep the watchers guessing of, okay, who is the killer? And the whole premise of the movie is there's a holiday killer. This person is killing people. Or he, actually, he's killing members of the Falcone family, of the mob family. He's killing people every holiday. Every holiday. From, he goes from one Halloween to the next Halloween. So it's a full year event. And so that's why in some Falcone's... Uh, Falcone's boys, they call it the long Halloween because it's just like, it's just crazy. You know, Halloween's just kind of wild and crazy. So that's what it was. It was just kind of like one, it was like one murder and another murder and another murder. And so they try to figure out who is, they started calling the killer holiday. He killed someone on Halloween, on Thanksgiving, then on Christmas, then on New Year's. And then, you know, it just keeps going. So that's kind of, that's the, that's the premise of who done it. And who, and then you run into some of, of course, you run into some of Batman's rogue gallery, where like the Joker pops in. Which I think is really cool where the Joker pops in, but he's not a big part of this story, which is kind of cool. So the Joker doesn't like overtake the movie. You know, he comes in, he does his thing. Joker's out. It's like fuck, we gotta get the Joker. So then Batman goes after him towards the climax of part one. He goes after Joker, and then he ends up beating Joker. The cops rearrest him, and he goes back to Arkham. But um, Joker's in the movie. Penguin makes a brief cameo. Poison Ivy has a bigger uh, part to the movie in part two. Scarecrow. Um, I think um, the Mad Hatter, I believe, is the other one that pops up. I think so. So, yeah. And then uh, and then Calvin Man is, of course, he's in jail trying to figure And then, of course, Two-Face. So, those are kind of all right in the role guy that you kind of meet. So it's not like all of everybody. And Solomon Grundy as well. Almost forgot Solomon Grundy born on a Monday. You get that. And actually they do the whole Solomon Grundy. Um, the, the poem I guess. Solomon Grundy born on a Monday. Married on a Tuesday. Blah 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 on a Wednesday. They actually do that. Actually Two-Face does it. After he becomes Two-Face. He ends up falling through like. 
he goes through like a um, like the sewage system. And he ends up meeting Grundy, like kind of at the lower level of the sewage, and he he actually recites the Solomon Grundy poem, which is really cool. And so, so you have you know kind of the rogue gallery. Joker pops up, but he's not a big piece of the story because the story is really who is Holiday? Like who is this person killing people on very on these holidays? Who is that person? And so, and towards the end of part one, you know, they kind of had their suspects. It's like Joker, um, I think Joker, Falcone, uh, the other guy whose name I can't think of, the other mob family boss, Harvey Dent, because Harvey Dent, you know, was very, like a high, like, I was thinking, oh, it's got to be Harvey, you know. And then they had like a mystery person, maybe it's none of these people. And so you're led to believe it's Harvey. Like you're, as the viewer, you're like, oh, it's Harvey, it's Harvey, it's Harvey. And even how they, even when they show Holiday, like the brief, is this you see the silhouette of the Harvey or the the Holiday Killer? It's a man. Like it's a man with kind of brownish hair, wearing a fedora, bandana. It's really interesting. But you know, as you learn by the end of the movie, it's not even a man. It's actually Harvey's wife. Is actually the um, it's actually the holiday. Is the killer and they start really pulling back the layers, which are really like the whodunit movies, because you really because at the end then you start getting like okay, you start to understand all the pieces, you know, you start to understand and like okay, how are they doing these things? Gertrude, not Gertrude, <laughs> but uh, Harvey Dent's wife, um, she ends up confronting or batman realizes who it is so batman goes down back to their house she's in the furnace burning some of harvey's stuff because now harvey's completely two-faced now because she's burning some memories and stuff like that and batman's like you know it's you you know and batman's like you know it's holiday done she's like yeah holiday's finished you know i'm not doing it anymore and she explains why she became holiday because basically um alberto i think his name was alberto uh was Falcone's son who's supposed to become the heir but you know he sent him off to Oxford and all this stuff and he's just he was supposed to become like the heir he's supposed to inherit the mob family but Falcone's like nah he doesn't have it and this and that so he you know, sent him to Oxford to learn become a, you know, a really great business person and so he fell in love with her and actually only did they fall in love she was pregnant and so, but Falcone was like, nah, he didn't approve of her, didn't want her to be part of the family, whatever. So Falcone had his men rip the baby, the unborn baby, out of her stomach. And she, you know, was furious. So, so yeah, so you find out that, um, I think, she's saying Albert. His name was Albert. I forget, and I keep thinking of his son's name now. But, um, but yeah, but Falcone's son... And uh, hold on, let me. I might just look up. Their names, cause it's gonna drive me. What? No. Oh well, hold on. Thank you, Batman. The last Halloween. Let me look up names. Can I need to really get names? Yeah, so, so the actual comic series is only 13 issues. Let 
let's see if I can see his name. Oh, Antonio. That's what his name was. Yeah, so it was Antonio Fancone. Oh, here we go. I need the IMBD list. If I can... Show me the cast. Okay. No, I was right. It was Alberto. Yeah, Alberto Falcone. And then, uh, yeah, Maroney, Calendar Man, no, Alfred, no. We don't show everybody, but anyway, but yeah, and then, uh, Dent's Wife. So yeah, so, um, so yeah, so Alberto Falcone and uh, Harvey Dent's Wife were an item, they fell in love. She got pregnant. She actually, the Falcone didn't approve of them being together. He actually had the baby ripped out of her stomach. And of course, that would drive you to revenge. So she had this big plot of how to get back at them. And so she is revealed to be Holiday, which is really cool. Because when they show Holiday, you don't get, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's a woman. It looks like it's a man, straight up. But you realize it's a woman, and they never... And so she, they never actually show her doing it. They, I thought maybe at the end they would show her like with the gun, but they kind of Batman hints that Two Face slash Harvey Dent probably realized it was her doing it and decided to protect her towards the end and realized that she was the person doing the killings. And Batman didn't turn her in. Batman was just like, "Hey, if you're done being Holiday, you don't have a problem with me." Which I thought that was kind of cool because Batman does kind of sort of the same thing. Getting vengeance on people that has wronged him or have wronged people. That's kind of what Batman has done and will do. So he kind of was like, okay. Uh, but actually, one of my favorite characters in the movie was Falcone's daughter, whose name I don't see. And I forget her name. But she was just a cool character. Just I thought she was just dope. Where she just kind of came out, you know. She got from jail. She was on parole. And she was in line to become heir to the Falcone family. But Falcone was like, no, I can't have you here. It made me look weak. Blah, blah, blah. I thought she was a cool character. I just, I just thought she was dope because she was actually talking to um uh where is his name I can't see his name uh one of Fal the Falcon's boy that got uh that ended up getting like kicked out not yeah he kind of got kicked out of the of the family for a little bit. Or one of Marone's guys. Wait, was he Marone's guy? Falcone's guy. I don't remember. But they end up falling in love. Oh, yeah. I think he was with the other mob family. And they end up becoming a thing. But she ended up dying in the last act, trying to protect her dad from uh, the Joker and Poison Ivy and Two-Face and Scarecrow and the Mad Hatter. And Solomon Grundy. Like, the last, the very, the last 15 minutes of part two was very interesting. But yeah, I thought it was, it's a good movie. It's a good bat. It's actually a pretty solid Batman movie. I'll definitely say check it out if you're a Batman fan. Again, I give it like seven out of ten. <laughs> uh, because I was just, I think there are. Cause I really thought they were going to do the whole reveal the bad guy, and then we get to rewatch, like we get to see key moments of the. Oh shit! I was just thinking about it. 
damn, because since they were together, because Alberto actually gets killed by Holiday. So that means that uh, Gilda, which was her name, Gilda actually killed him. Like, damn, that's fucked up. I'm just thinking about that. So yeah, I wish they would have redone it. Like, I wish they would have, uh, like, shown, like, some of the killings with her. Like, just replaced the whole ambiguous Holiday silhouette character just made it her and just so we get to see things kind of from her perspective or just seeing how it really went down because Gilda went crazy but yeah, it was definitely it was definitely I really enjoyed it I definitely think it's a solid Batman anime movie yeah I give like a 7 8 out of 10 you know I thought it was solid it was fun two parts so if you watch both parts back to back it's like almost a three hour movie it's like two hours and like 55 minutes or something like that if you watch both parts together so yeah definitely enjoy it definitely check it out if you're a Batman fan animated fan you want some animated movies to watch i definitely will recommend it thank you so much for checking out this brand new episode of the aura podcast um share the podcast like it let me know what you think and definitely check out batman the long halloween part one and two wherever you're streaming because i think you can buy it too you can find it i think it's on hbo max you can find it some other places as well um, but yeah but this is a brand new episode of the aura podcast always in fervor slicing dice and gaming it's not just a model lifestyle i'll see you next podcast Later.